Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The Waco History Podcast is sponsored by Brotherwell Brewing on Historic Bridge Street in Waco. Welcome to the Waco History Podcast. We're going to air for you over the next few months a special series of Waco History Living Stories. Uh, these were segments that were originally aired on KWBU here in Waco. Uh, they were produced by the Institute for Oral History editor, Michelle Holland, and narrated by two fabulous narrators, uh, Louis Mazze and Kim Patterson. And so these highlight oral histories from the collection of the Institute for Oral History at Baylor University, which I direct, which has been around since 1970 and has over a thousand interviews related to Waco and McLennan County history. And we're happy to highlight those here. In this uh, vignette of living stories, we combine two disparate things. One, the Great Depression, this time of economic hardship, and two, the coming of Christmas and the way some responded. Then the night came alive with gunfire. This is Living Stories, featuring voices from the collections of the Baylor University Institute for Oral History. I'm Louis Mazet. For most families during the Great Depression, Christmas was not a time for extravagance. Money and jobs were difficult to come by, and it was all some families could do to keep food on the table. Retired Baylor physics professor Robert Packard remembers how hard times called for creativity. He describes a plan he came up with while visiting his cousins in the Temple area one Christmas during the Great Depression. Children looking forward to Santa's visit this year should not listen to the following. They lived in the country, and so Christmas, when it came, we got no presents. We might get a bag of an apple or something. So I told my cousin, I said, why don't we kidnap Santa Claus? He's got all these gifts, and he bypasses us, but he brings us something. So we went to bed on Christmas Eve early. The bedroom I was in, and I was the only boy, and the, my sister and then my cousins were girls. So they had a room, and I had a small room. So anyway, we climbed out the window out in the country with a rope that we were going to tie up Santa Claus. <laughs> but we were standing there in the cold and waiting and waiting and waiting and probably shivering. And then we happened to look in the window and see our parents taking toys off the top shelf. So suddenly we realized there was no Santa Claus, but we knew we now could direct our interests directly to the parents. Ruth and Charles Armstrong, both longtime Waco residents, remember the gifts they received as youngsters during the Depression. Now, sometimes I would get a doll, not a, not a real, real expensive doll, but nice dolls, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, socks, a little iron, just mm -hmm. typical little things that little, little girls would like. I was more fortunate, I guess. I don't know if Christmas that I didn't get at least one large, what I call a large gift, to be a full-size wagon. Mm -hmm. and I got a picture there of my new bicycle, and I got another picture where I was a little car sitting there mm -hmm. in pedal, you know. By having two older brothers at work, and my daddy too, I was young for several years there, so I got a few extra things that 
that some of those kids didn't get. But as far as times, uh, our time just got rough too. We had a hard time too. Mm -hmm. But it seemed like on Christmas I came out ahead in the neighborhood. Mr. Armstrong describes the tradition of hanging a stocking. Everybody hung your socks up. We didn't have a fireplace, but we'd mm -hmm. hang them up wherever it was convenient. You know, right close to the tree after we started having a tree. Mm -hmm. Because we still put gifts on the tree, but before we had a tree, we'd hang up near the stove, you know. Mm -hmm. And the bigger the sock, the better I get the bigger sock I could find, hang up there. And you'd always count on fireworks. There's always some firecrackers in uh -huh. there. Always apples and oranges in there. As hard as times were during the Great Depression, families with some type of income still managed to make sure the children had gifts at Christmas. With the current economy and ever-increasing commercialization of Christmas, it's helpful to look back and realize that children do not need heaps of presents to grow up with wonderful memories of Christmas. For more information about this program or the Institute for Oral History, visit us at baylor.edu slash livingstories. Thanks for listening to the Waco History Podcast. Like what you heard? Subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes so we can reach more listeners. You can find show notes and info on every episode at wacohistorypodcast.com and more info on Waco's past at wacohistory.org. Our theme music, used with permission, is Cross the Brazos at Waco, performed by the late Billy Walker. For more info on Billy's music, go to billywalker.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. Yeah.